Itrix, as you have teleported everyone to the ship after raiding and destroying Samuel Magnus's prison, you find yourself with a bleeding nose and a head throb of a headache. As you lean over the bow, all of a sudden your body transports itself out of the region and back into Duncaster Citadel, where you are standing in front of the head mage who looks at you and he says, Itrix, there's not an entirely lot that you could do to help your friends at this point. I feel that things are going to go south and it is crucial that we work to secure the freedom of Duncaster. I have arranged a meeting with Kane Mortis, and you will be my right hand. Do you have any questions? Am I guaranteed safety because I'm half human and even half humans are considered? You are leaving under the jurisdiction of the Duncaster Citadel. He does not wish to have conflict with the Citadel and the Mages. So with that, I believe that we would be fine. For the man that you are looking at is actually also human. Okay. And with that, he asks you if you need to prepare. I'm ready to go. All right. And off. And as Uldor looks at you, he asks you, Itrix, are you ready? Do you have anything else that you'd like to do? On the other end, fix my nose because it's broken. I'm bleeding a little bit. Mm. Interesting. Do you often have nosebleeds when you teleport? No, I was helping my friends and we got into a bit of a fight. Well, hopefully that it's not from forced teleportation. All right. Well, if you're ready, we'll teleport again. I'm ready. And you're gone. And you pop up in the Capitol building of Solaris. (coughs) In the throne room where the room has been completely altered to look like a long hallway or a long giant room with pillars on the left and right side. And you can see as an individual sits atop a throne. Uldor starts to walk closer. Are you following? Yeah, I'm following Uldor. Well, this is going to be interesting. Hopefully our old friend... There's something left of him. And with that, you walk up. And as you see, roll me a perception check. Seventeen. You can see the elf, Cain Mortis, sitting upon his throne. 
and in his left hand he holds a mighty-looking staff with a glowing purple orb. So, why have you come to see me, Uldor? As Uldor looks at him and bows out of courtesy, Uldor replies, I have come to speak to you about maintaining Duncaster's neutrality upon your victory in the north. Cain looks at him. His ego has been stroked. He then replies, So, I can see that you have foreseen our victory in the north? Uldor replies, Yes, I have seen it. I have also seen the massive ships that you are building and the destruction that they will cause. And I wish for none of this to hit Duncaster. Cain looks back. Who is your friend that has come accompanying you here today? Uldor, glancing over at you, glancing back at Cain. Well, this is one of my most trusted mages, Itrix. Itrix has served the Order for a long time and has successfully served in what city? White, White? Was it White Ridge? Yes. I thought so. As he looks back at Kane, Kane puzzled with an interesting look as he gleams and glares your direction. Do I have assurance that Duncaster will not interfere in the total annihilation of all humans and the total annihilation of the North? However, we do intend on granting freedoms to the non-human population as long as they see our ways. And Duncaster is free to govern itself. I see why. No reason why we should declare war upon each other. I ask one question, though. Do you intend on harboring humans? Uldor looks back and makes the statement that, oh, well, we will not banish humans from our kingdom. I mean, look at us. The man beside me is part elf, and I am indeed a human. And for this, we stand before you. Cain looks. Ah, yes, and I am most displeased that I cannot do away with you. However, your powers are far more than I can handle at this time. Uldor suggests a treaty and a temporary treaty until just to buy time he looks at Cain I would like to see uh, two areas at peace Duncaster will be a separate state in a separate country from the kingdom of Memora we will continue our neutrality and we will continue to help anyone that crosses into our borders that is how it must be if you cannot accept these terms 
then consider a declaration of war declared as Cain looks to his advisor's left, looks to his advisor's right. He looks back at you both. Well, you will not have any issues. However, your borders will be heavily watched. Uldor looking back. Well, this is to be expected, I suppose, and we will watch our borders as well. So, if you have nothing else that you wish to impose upon us, may Duncaster and the Kingdom of Memora live in peace. As Cain looks, I will speak to my advisors and I will get back to you within the hour. It is best that you do not leave this room and you stay right here, for humans are not welcome in our city any longer. As you look, he rises, and him and his two individuals walk off of the throne room into a room in the back. They disappear for quite some time. Uldor looks at you. Ah, I do not know what I've gotten ourselves into. However, be ready to teleport. We might not be leaving here alive. They might completely try to annihilate us. Got that. Yeah, his advisor, he he really don't fully trust us at all. Absolutely not, and he shouldn't. This is most interesting. Did you see the staff that he is wielding? Yeah, it has like a purple aura, bright. Yes. That staff is extremely powerful. It was created by a great evil that has just recently been released. Oh, shit. One touch, and you would disintegrate into nothing. Cain Mortis is possibly the most powerful being just for the fact that he wields that staff. Is there a way we can maybe try to steal the staff away from him? If we steal that staff, we abandon all hope of a treaty. I was saying if the treaty fails. Well, if it fails, stealing it might prove difficult. It's said that that staff, it only goes to someone who can harness its power. You literally... If you went to pick it up, there is a chance that it would be too heavy for you to carry. And you wouldn't be able to pick it from the ground. The risk is too big. Right now, friendship is the only way. We are going to have to kiss the asses of Cain Mortis, both butt cheeks. So, and as you're having this conversation, Cain Mortis walks out. I have talked to my advisors. And for now, we will be at peace. Your borders will be guarded and humans will be executed upon attempts of entry to your state. If you are found outside of your state, you will be arrested and transported back within your borders. If these are 
terms that you can agree with, then sign this paper. And his advisors walk down the steps up to you. We require both of your signatures. Or I ain't signed till you sign. We have no choice, Itrix. And he signs the paper. I sign paper as well. Very good. And he turns around and walks back up to his king. Cain looks at both of you. Maybe one day, if you see our views, maybe one day we could even become allies. Until then, good luck. Uldor looks at him, bows back, and ends up walking away. Itrix, are you ready? Yeah, Uldor. You both teleport away. Right back to the Citadel at Duncaster. (coughs) That was alarming, I must say so myself. What did you think? Like you said, we didn't really have much of a choice. Yes. We must send word to the city and prepare. As you help Uldur prepare for the separation from the kingdom of Memora, and you help him fortify the boundaries of Duncaster, now that it's its own state, several cities are erected, small towns, to help harbor the amount of numbers that will be flooding in your borders. For it's the only safe place for humans. With this, this takes time. However, since you are mages, you are able to erect structures much faster than normal builders. And with this, about four years, nine months, pass. At this point, there has been some news that has circled within the years about a great battle where the north had fallen and its armies completely wiped out. It is said that the south marched into King's Watch and slaughtered every human it could find. And with this, you hold out hope that your once friends, Cadmus, Forden, Ruick, are still alive. And after a few months pass, putting you at five years, you reach word that there is documentation of a Ruick, a Cadmus, and a former Major Vorden held up in the prison in Solaris. <clears throat> you work tirelessly 
to ensure their release. You work hard and you have many meetings with Uldor and other mages. Finally, you decide to send a letter to Cain Mortis himself asking for the release. You offer something in return. For this, there must be a price paid. For Ruik is a thorn in Cain's side. The only thing that has kept him alive thus far is he lost his memory. With that, you trade countless of humans for their release. This goes against a lot of what you stand for, and it takes a toll on your soul. And at some point, you feel guilty about your decision. With this, several days, weeks, months pass. And you see your friends in the square speaking to a, what appears to be, a fallen Asimir. As they stand around and discuss a job. That'll bring everybody else in. Cadmus, Vorden, and Roderick stand in front of you. Actually, I think me and Vorden went to the end. It was Ruik and Cadmus that stayed behind. Okay. <coughs> well, Ruik had disappeared. Yeah. And for argument's sake, we'll just say you're in the square. All of you. Oh, okay. Has Ruik disappeared? Yeah, Ruik's gone when you come back from you and Vorden getting your armor. Whatever you guys wanted to get, go ahead and add it in, in your inventory. Okay. So, what was your main weapon? Short sword. Short sword. So, you've got a short sword now. Uh, chain mail. Chain mail for Vorden and a great sword. Just plain old <coughs> weaponry. Oh, only chain mail? You're a dragonborn. You've been in, a, you've been in awful tough places lately. I want that plate back. We have to work for that. <laughs> Hope you have some information for me on the uh, escort mission here, DM. If we're going, if we're even going to be uh, on it. Are you going to the escort mission? I don't know. It depends on what this mage decides he wants to do. I want right, to go to King's so. Watch, so I want to go. So we're standing in the square, <laughs> and you guys are outfitted, right? Cleaned up and outfitted. <clears throat> According to the details of this mission, we we are to be escorting a prominent member of the. Uh, Mage Council to King's Watch for reasons to be determined when we get there. So with this, Itrix, you walk upon them, and you haven't seen these two for five years, so kind of excited you've secured their release. You walk upon them and see them. Those two? Mm-hmm. And Roderick. But I don't think you know Roderick. Not very well. Not very well. (laughs) But enough that we know each other enough 
put it that way. Okay. Gordon, Cadness, Beatrix. You seem familiar to me. I've kind of forget who you are. No, then that doesn't matter in, at any rate. You apparently know Candace over here. Candace, do you want to explain who this individual is? Well, Roderick, this is Itrix. He accompanied us in the Dark Forest. He's a mage from White Ridge. Well, was originally. Well, if that's even still the name of it. Yeah, trouble times. I heard that you granted our release. Yes, I did. Yes, why? Well, for a while, I didn't know what happened to you after I got transported off that ship. And after years, I did get word that you, Warden, and Rick were alive. (laughs) Had many meetings trying to get you guys released. That way you weren't either executed for working with the North. Teleportation, teleportation. Aren't you that mage that was with us when the Citadel was burned? When we released all the prisoners? Yeah. Ah. Ah, good work back then. Yeah, five years ago. Well, all that to the side. We've got a job that we're going to be doing. We're going to be escorting one of your more prominent officials here. Um, I don't know about you, but these two have agreed to help me with this job. But... I don't know. We could use another member, especially a, ma- a magician. I mean, you seem to have enough standing to be able to release prisoners, right? This Camdus and this Hobgoblin. Well, I unfortunately had to make some decisions that I entirely kind of regret doing. Don't we all? It is not widely known that your decision to try to release them. The council and the mage, the mage's council has, they they had no idea. What you did was completely black market human trafficking type stuff. You have kindly joined the ranks of Samuel L. Magnus. Just kidding. You're not really in his guild, but you might as well be. That's how much you'd love these guys. Yeah. My best friends. Everybody has a sob story, and honestly, I'm not in the mood to hear it. But if you want to join us, you're more than welcome to join us on this adventure, though I'd have to admit that if you're half as powerful as you say you are, you probably don't need any of the gold, and thus you'd be just joining us as, you know, getting a chance to redo things with your friends. That is, unless the two of you decide you don't need to go with me. It's hard to believe that it's been five years. Have you... Do you remember Rita? I do. That girl you rescued from the Dark Forest. Yes. Have you seen her in Duncaster? I don't think I have. Give me a history check. You can't recall seeing Rita. 
I don't recall seeing her. She might be in Caster, but to my knowledge, I had not seen her. It's unlikely. I was told that not many humans were able to enter after the battle, though I could still hope. So, Roderick, once you're ready, I will be accompanying you. And you, Hobgoblin, do you still want to go? As Roderick munches on some rations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I will follow along. Well then, Mage, I'd hate for your investment to go to too much waste. Will you join us on our mission? Yeah, I'll go. Ah, good. Well then, I'd say that the three of us should meet up here in the town square tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn. I intend to get with the client before and get all the information that we need. And you two have... A choice. You can go to the end or, I don't know, maybe catch up with your mage friend who seems to, checking out his robes, is making out quite well for himself. So, just let me know if you cash in on that favor. And then I walk off towards some direction to, towards where the uh, paper directs me. Okay. Does the city shut down from all humans entering now? Roll me a history check. 21. So you inform Cadmus that there are passages through the mountains at which humans must be smuggled in. For the north, for Memora, the kingdom, the now kingdom of Memora under Cain Mortise has all the normal roadway entrances blocked and they are heavily guarded. There are checkpoints everywhere, multiple ones on on roads. They have checkpoints and and sentries set up in more difficult terrain as well. So typically the only way a human gets in is to trudge through the mountains. Because along these routes, if a human is caught along the main route, they are just immediately executed and trying to escape kingdom to Duncaster. Are non-humans also executed if they're from Duncaster? No. But anyone who does help humans is also likely to be executed. Let's see. What about the seas? Does Cain Mortis patrol the seas as well? The amount of ships that the past that we've seen in the future, he does have quite the armada. Roll me another history check. Twelve. You also let Cadmus know that the waterways leading into the state, the free state 
of Duncaster are clear of any Timuridian ships. However, where their lands border and where their waters meet, there are not Timuridia, I said the wrong like, word. It's like, what? <laughs> there are Mamoran ships um, that are outside of the free state of Duncaster's waters. So any breach into the Duncaster waters would be a breach of the treaty. So they stay out. However, if you're caught into their waters, then it could be held to pay if you've been stopped for an inspection. There's a specific route that sailors follow when coming to Dun- Duncaster. So essentially the only way to free humans of this continent would be to teleport them to another continent. Or is that forbidden as well? Is it? Um, it's... F- Roll me a history check. 19. So with that, you let Cadmus know that it's only forbidden if you get caught. Very sneakily. Do the humans here wish to stay in Memora? Surely within the walls of Duncast you could slowly decrease the population. Good. Others do most of them do try to seek another continent to populate. That way they have more freedom than just being within Duncaster. Yes. Surely it's only a matter of time before Grows more hungry for more land. So far, Ordor the head mage has made it to where five years ago made peace pack with now the kingdom of Mora. Or we don't fuck with them; they don't fuck with us at the moment. Treaties only last so long. That's why shortly after we got done with the meeting, we put up defenses around Duncaster. Protect our borders. Surely he must have mages of his own. Who has mages of their own? Ortiz? Yeah. Um, I'm sure he probably does, but they're not known to you. You can roll me a history check. 23. So with that, you recall that the only mage to leave your order is Oro. Well, yeah, Oro might be his mage. But that is only one that I know of. Other than that, I know that King Mortis does have a very powerful and ancient artifact at his hand. It is a ancient staff 
that only someone with immense power can be able to handle it. Only another history check. If that is the staff, it's twenty-one. Gail's rotative years ago. With this, he describes to you a slender wooden staff with a purplish glowing orb on top. Does Cadmus know of that staff? Roll me a history check. I don't think my history is very good. I got a plus six in my history. Uh, unfortunately, you do not know of this staff. Are you familiar with the name General Gales? History check. Yep. 16. The only thing that you can recall about General Gales, and you let Cadmus know, is that General Gels is leading the resistance in Memora against Cain Mortis. So, you would not know where to find him. I do not. Meloity came first. Roll me an intelligence check, Cadmus. Or a wisdom. Whatever you want. Your military tactics and your knowledge of all things military for as long as you've served knows that a guerrilla fighter is hard to track down for once they strike, they always relocate. Grateful for you setting us free from Solaris. Though, did you simply set us free out of the kindness of your hearts, or did you have something in mind for us? Out of kindness of my heart. Roll me an insight check. You can kind of tell that Itrix is he 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 likes you guys. You he considers you friends. Um, as a mage that doesn't very easily get along with others, um, he has taken a, a a keen to your group. And with that, Cadmus, Itrix, and the very quiet Vorden stand and have their conversation (laughs) as Roderick has moved on to find information on the job that he had taken 
Hello? Yeah, I'm here about the job. Ah, you are going to escort us? Yes, sir. Very well. Well, um, you'll be escorting my... My daughter and the person that you're looking at is very old. It's an older man. And he The daughter or the man? You're going to be escorting my daughter. The daughter, the man is old. The man is old, okay. Right there, I was like, what? Yep. You will be escorting my daughter to King's Watch. Any questions? Your reward will be paid upon return of all individuals. What you will be doing is you will be traveling to King's Watch to recover her husband. Understood. You have a description of this man? She will know him. She will be headed with you. The daughter's with him, right? Yes. Miss, may I have a name? Ah, my name is Yareen. We will be taking my son Adam with us. And how old is your son? Ten. Is he capable of fighting? No. Is he capable of anything? Uh, he gets into the tight places nowhere else. no one else can fit into. That's about all he's good for, but he must go. Might and be the last you, time he sees his father. And you, yes. uh, Yaya, um, what kind of skills do you have? Absolutely none. Well, if it pleases you... No, I've recruited at least three other members this to help is with us. Miraculous. Upon completion and return to this hut with me, my son, and my husband, all alive, will be 1,500 gold coins. Understood. How gracious of you to up the uh, generous offer. Yes. That is upon arrival safely. All right, I look at him. I look at her, and I said, we will be meeting in the town square at 6 a.m. in the morning. You have transport? We have wagons. You have wagons, plural, yes. huh? Yes. We are only escorting you and your son, and what else? An extra wagon for what? Well, we can take as many wagons as you would like, unless you have ulterior motives of getting, or ulterior methods of getting there. I'm just trying to figure out why we need so many wagons. Um, there's for me and my son, and you have three other adventurers with you? They can ride horses. They should be seasoned enough to be able to handle the elements. Well, then one wagon, wagon will suffice. And, of course, some horses for us. That's right. As well. Do you need horses? One would think if we were going to keep up with the wagon, yes. Well, that's fine. I didn't know if you had your own. Do you have your own driver, or do I need to drive the wagon or one of my comrades? I can drive the wagon. I am competent enough to drive a wagon. Well, she doesn't have much of what looks like survival skills, and the boy looks like he could learn a few things about the road. They'll be in good hands. The old man looks at you and thanks you. Like I said, we'll be meeting in the town square at the at the first stroke of the sun. We will be there. As will we. And then, whatever. You walk out, she closes the door. Okay. 
Why now, we... where are you headed, Roderick? My walk back to the end takes me back through the square. Are they still talking? Yes. <laughs> I walk up behind, um... Itrix. And I cross my shoulders and I kind of stare at him for a minute. Roderick, why are you staring at me? I didn't realize you must have eyes in the back of your head, mage. Can send some people close by. Hmm. Well, maybe you're not the fussy little cushiony rich kid that I'm taking you for. All right, so the job has changed a little for those of you who are involved. They're offering even more of a reward of 1,500 gold pieces. And based on your performance, Mage, maybe I can cut you in a little bit. Sound fair if you really still want to join us? Sure. I'll join in. Camdus, do you have any other business that you want to take care of? Give me a history check, Um, Itrix. 17. You recall that this Roderick is much more assertive and bossy and less kind than what he once was. Something has changed other than his appearances. You notice that his eyes have darkened. Is there... I remember... I once remember you being more bossy, assertive, not... Has someone died that you know of? Um, Did you lose someone? You had to be there, mage. Otherwise, it wouldn't hold any meaning to you. So someone did die. Camdus, are you ready? You have, have you made your decision? Are you staying at the end, or are you staying with your friend here might peruse the streets a little bit very well and what's hobgoblin what about you I'm going with you but I'm still curious what Cadmus has to say very well then and mage. Yeah. Or or tricks, right? It tricks. It tricks. I will get that eventually. I'm gonna be expecting great things from you. Perhaps maybe I can share you the story that you asked me about uh, on the road, but you're gonna have to prove yourself. Fair enough. Very good. Alright. Well I'm headed back to the inn. Hold on, Where I plan on getting a drink. You went and met with the clients? Yes. I'm assuming they're humans? I don't know, DM. You didn't really describe them as humans. They are not. They are not humans. They are full bore... Elves. No... No, we got enough elves running around right now. There's a lot of elves. We are going to make them... Lizard people. <clears throat> Aragons. Uh, make them Rodericks. We're going to make them Tabaxi. 
Tabaxi. What's the boxy? They're like the cat-like people. Oh, like if you were Skyrim, they'd be the Khajiit. Okay, then. Yeah, I understand what they are now. Passing through the border shouldn't be any trouble at all. They're not humans, though. Why do they need an escort? For lack of a better term, they lack any real skill to survive outside of the house that they live in. So they're house cats? One could say so. Domesticated. Okay. Tomorrow morning, then. Tomorrow morning it is. And I'll assume that if you don't meet up here at the square that you've decided to change your mind over the night and we will continue without you. Very well. And with that, I make my way back towards the end. As you head into the end, it is very quiet. A harp plays in the distance. And you can see a few people around the bar drinking. I stride right up to the bar, take my usual seat, and I put my fist down on the table, and I say, Barkeep, the usual. Barkeep, the usual. Um, the usual? Hey, I'm a mercenary. I've been in here several times. Okay. (laughs) Well, then. Here you go. Roderick, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, (laughs) here's your drink. That ma'am sounds awful manly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Must be dwarf. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Thank you. I think this guy has me confused for someone else. He's had one too many already. Called me a ma'am. Hello, barkeep. Uh, hello. I'll just have some light for right now. Light? Like water? Yeah, it's fine, yeah. There you go. It's on the house, Citrix. Thank you. Do you make it a habit of following people you barely know? Well, I'm going to be following, going with you guys on an adventure tomorrow morning. So I take it you don't have your own place to stay tonight? I did. Just wanted something to drink. Suit yourself. conversation is stale and non-existent. With this, Cadmus and Vorden, what are you doing? I'll kind of peruse the streets. See if I see anything that looks like Rita. Give me a perception check. It's be a no either way. Three. Unfortunately, you have no sighting of your beloved Rita. You can picture in her mind and the time that you last spent with her, and it runs through your head that if I would have just stayed and maybe taken her out of the city, how might this have ended differently? Yes. It runs through your head that if something has happened to her, it's my fault. I have failed her. Yes. Uh, 
night begins to creep. The moon is at an all-time high. And the light is almost as if it was daytime. <clears throat> well, if you're going to go back to the bar to us, <clears throat> these, uh, Camdus and, uh, I'll just say for, you know, your purposes, Vorden seem to be very important to you. Etrix. Yeah. We're all venturing long ago. First met with them in Rogueville. Went to the Dark Forest. Traveled with them since then, and right before, right after incidents on Tamaridia. After that fight we had in that church or a little fort, we went back, teleported all of us back to the ship. I got teleported to Duncaster, and haven't seen him since then. So just today. Now the bonds that one makes in the in the throes of adventure or battle are definitely strong indeed. I can understand that. It, you would like to watch over them and make sure that they're okay since they've just recently made their way here into Duncaster. <clears throat> but, far be it from me to say, from what I understand, or at least what I was seeing, I was part of the Battle of the North, and I did manage to get out unscathed that day will always remain with me forever. Camdus stated that he was in the battle, but I did not see him. So that I do not understand, and I wonder what his motives are at this point. And the Hobgoblin doesn't look anything like the Major I remember. And the Major vowed to die and go down fighting, and that I assume he did, considering his company had been surrounded, and that his forces were routed, all but only a handful escaped. Yeah, they all, the friends, they seem a little bit different. That I would say that they are. I finish my drink, and then uh, I look you in the eye and I say, perhaps we should get some sleep at, su- sleep at some point. Though I'd say if you're staying here, that room's going to be on you, not me. Oh, I'm going back to my house. I have... Get things prepared for tomorrow's adventure. Alrighty. I go upstairs to go to bed. Okay. After venturing around the city for some time, I guess I'll go back to the end. I'll get in a room. Okay. Warden, what have you done all this time? Anything? Just been looking up at the sky, at the moon. Sleeping outside? No, I'll be heading in. Okay. Just the moon being so bright. Sarah's came to my mind. So... 
as you fall asleep, I don't know if you guys have given yourself a long rest or anything like that. Go ahead and do that now. <coughs> Revamp all your spells and open up all your slots and stuff. And then you arise. You make your way to the square where you see the cart, several horses awaiting you, along with Adam and Yareen. I'm the first to arrive, and I begin inspecting the horses. They look fairly decent, well-fed. They're a common riding horse. Not all of them. I pick out a, a much more distinguished-looking black stallion okay. with a white mane and a white tail Okay. with white around the hooves. Okay. It only... That's it. Like, it's honestly not as more distinguished as the others. Okay. Uh, wherever I go, you seem to follow me, Trixie, old girl. <laughs> uh, well, are we leaving? We'll give the others a few more minutes to get here, but the horses seem ready to go, and if you're ready to go, we can prepare to depart in the next few minutes. And let us get underway. I'm eager to find my husband. And with this, you set out. And you begin your adventure beyond <clears throat> and into the kingdom of Momora. And... With your first month of your journey, you finally arrive at the mountains, and you are left with a decision whether to take the main road and pass into the kingdom and pass the checkpoints, or attempt to trudge the snowy mountains and venture unseen. Taking a quick look around at everybody in our party, we have no reason not to take the main road, so we will take the main road. Very well. As you take the main road, the journey is easy. However, on the horizon, you can spot a Memorian sentry made up of Leonins. I'm going to, I know I might be in more in trouble. I'm going to try to hide. I take my horse to the front and have everybody stop. And I look at the haphazardly looking party and I say, you stay here while I go and I talk to the border patrol. So as you ride your horse up to the border patrol, you are stopped. The two giant Leonins look at you on your steed and ask you for your papers. I present my papers. The papers are of mercenary status and permit you to travel 
at will between the border. I also present the idea that I'm on an escort. The Leonin looks at you and grumbles and growls. Ah, what? Who are you escorting? The Lady Yareen and her son, Adam. And what are their races? Tabaxi. Are there any humans traveling your caravan? None. You will be subject to inspection, and if any humans are found, they will be apprehended. I would expect nothing less from you. Very well. Ride back to your caravan and bring them forward. Of course. Several other Leonins step out and prepare for the inspection. You're dealing with four total Leonins that you can see. I ride back up to them, and I said, as long as nobody acts shifty or anything wrong, anything that you decide to do wrong, we should be good at this checkpoint. Any questions? Good tricks. Yeah, I'm going to try to maybe go around to where they can't see me and meet you guys later down the road. So you're going around, like, away from the cart? Yeah. Okay. Try far enough to where the Leonians can't see me. Okay. This so with that, give me a stealth if you're going to try to get away. They're looking right at you, and you are in sight. So this is difficult. All right. Depending then. upon how you go about doing it. Do I look more elf or than human? Or you're very uh, I mean, that's something you'll have. To, Leonins, maybe they don't really know what a half elf looks like. You, you don't know. All right, then I won't try to. Yeah, I'll just comply and go <coughs> with them. So as the caravan arrives closer, you can see that two Leonins stand in front, and they actually grab the horses. The horses are a bit spooked. However, somehow they manage to calm them. They grumble and growl, and they start working their way around the um, thing your your wagon they look at the two tabaxi the child and the mother they look at the dragonborn and the hobgoblin they inspect you up and down they look at Roderick and then they come to Itrix oh, his ears look funny And the claw comes out, and he kind of points it, and he goes to caress around your ear. Just kind of feel. Yes. (laughs) We have a half-breed. Do you have papers for this slave? I'm beginning to wonder what your issue is with humans, since... You didn't say anything to me, even though I had paperwork as a mercenary. They look upon each other, very confused. They start talking and working back and forth. You're not a human. I hear that an, an awful lot. You're not like any human I've ever seen. Hmm. Well, I'm <clears throat> I'm a mercenary. 
and I gave you my paperwork, and these people are with me, and I assure you none of them are fully human at this point. If he's half, a half-breed, he belongs to me. The one growls, and they just kind of growl back and forth at each other. And this just kind of goes on a little bit, and eventually they look. Very well. However, you best not be telling everyone that you're a human. You'll find your head on a pike. Don't come through my checkpoint again. I will not be so kind the next time. Noted. And you are able to move on. Headed up the main road to King's Watch. Go ahead for your next month's journey. Give me a survival check. All of you. Fourteen. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Thirteen. So, the journey, you camp when you need to camp, you find food, you're doing quite well for yourself on the main road. And with that, you continue on. You pass various soldier outposts that are patrolling the road, and they just kind of watch you as you go by. Your nerves are a bit rattled, especially yours, Itrix. Yeah, I figured. And you continue on to your next month's journey. Go ahead and give me another survival check. Twenty-one. Eighteen. Eight. Three. So unfortunately, the rains, it's been raining a lot. It's been very wet. And the wagon becomes stuck in the mud. Fuck. The horses are struggling and they appear to not be able to get this wagon to move out of this mud. How will you deal with this situation? How much does the wagon weigh? Um... There's probably 400 pounds. And then with the two passengers, they can get out. About five or six. Has it only been raining for this day? It's been raining off and on through your month of travel here. Uh, where are we at? Is there a town nearby? Um, there is not. Nothing. Not a, not a shack, not a lean-to, nothing. You don't see anything. You are in the open road. Not a soul in sight. You can see a forest in the distance. I'm going to look for sticks. Okay. Does this wagon have a cover? Yes. All right. What do you want me to roll for sticks? Um, You venture pretty far, I'd assume, and you end up finding some stuff, but... You got to go pretty deep into the wilderness. It takes you some time, so you're going to be out for a minute. I order um, our escort and Etrix to go into the wagon to stay there. 
Okay. And to stay dry and to stay warm. Um, I order the hobgoblin to stay outside. Okay. And sit and stand guard on one side, and I'll stand guard on the other. Gotcha. And you're just standing till Cadmus returns? Mm-hmm. Okay. With the sticks and the rain. So after time passes, you arrive with some sticks. Halt, who goes there? Give me a D20 roll. For your... Give me a nature. Eleven. Um, you find a few, however, it might not be enough to pull this wagon out. So now that you've returned to the caravan and you see Vorden and Roderick standing guard on the outside, Nitrix and the two Tabaxi inside the wagon. Halt, who goes there? It is Cadmus, Roderick. Very well, then. What were you doing? I was looking for sticks. Sticks? Yes. What will we use sticks for? Well, I guess we'll see if this works. However, I'm going to kind of shove the sticks under the wheel. Okay. Kind of ramp to help get it out of the mud. So, go ahead and give me a... Let's see here, I'll do it. The horses kind of grit, get some grip, and the wheels start to roll and move, but the horses do not have enough power to pull this out of this hole. I was going to say, if we lighten the cart a little bit, I could cast floating disc to help the cart a little bit. It can hold up to 500 pounds. Everybody out of the cart. Okay. I crack my knuckles. <clears throat> Adam, take the reins. Yes, sir. I've got them. We just need a little more push, right? Roderick, do you have any rope? I do, but we won't need rope for this. I was going to say, what if we tie another horse in front? Tie as many horses as you can to the front. Can I have your rope? Sure. I toss him my rope take the rope and take my horse up front and tie it on so as you do that it gives you the extra power that you need and is Roderick pushing yeah Roderick was going to push go ahead and give me a strength check and a dexterity saving throw (laughs) this for Roderick whoever's pushing Um, I'm going to use rage Okay. advantage on strength checks and saving throws it's perfectly fine let's do it Hope you like the taste of mud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to do that's for the dexterity save, right? All right. Okay, my strength throw was 10. Okay. And my dexterity was only 6. So, as you're pushing and pushing and grunting and pushing, you end up slipping and falling face flat into the mud. You can taste the dirt in the earth and possibly some horse droppings. <laughs> it's horse shit. <laughs> I pick myself back up and I 
brush off as best as I can, and I continue to push. And the cart eventually comes free. The cart is now unstuck. It's raining, so the mud is washing from you. But you are still dirty and brown-spotted teeth. And with this, you're able to continue upon your journey. Now, for the last few months of your journey, give me another survival check. A nat 20. Beautiful. (laughs) 17. Okay. 14. 15. So you are successful and you have no more issues. You trudge through snow. You trudge through heavy rains. You trudge through muddy conditions. You trudge through cold. You trudge through warmth as you make your journey to King's Watch. A total of about six months have passed with the terrain. You arrive and you can see the city on the horizon. Tons and tons of guards. I want to give Roderick his rope back. Oh, thank you. It only took you four months. I want to make sure I wouldn't need it. (laughs) Make sure I wouldn't need it anymore. Don't be salty. Better late than never. Hmm. The City of Kings Watch. All right. Doesn't look as welcoming as it once did. No, it is not. The colors have changed. No longer that beautiful blue. They're now more of a black and red. Oh, shit. The aura of the city... It's depressing. ...is depressing. There's not a not there's not a human in sight. Alright, let's just get this over with. Hey Roderick, I might hang back because I'm me being half human. I wanna stick hide out in the city and wait till you guys come back out. Do you have a disguise kit? I'm changing my appearance. Give yourself longer ears. make it look like an elf. Okay. Should be okay. Is it an illusion in the spell? I think so. I'm, I don't have it equipped at the moment. Okay. If it's an illusion, then it, it'll it'll pass by visuals, but if it won't hold up to inspection. So if another person goes up and tries to feel the ears, uh, they'll go through it. Oh, Which is fine. Ain't nobody, nobody should get that close to you, but... What about that Leonid? Well, it he can ain't happen. there. I wouldn't worry too much about it, mage. It tricks. <clears throat> so, as you enter the city, there are people going about their daily business. All human. You see a few non-humans walk by. They're on chains and being led by a human. Do you mean there that the other way? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, my bad. Got I was gonna say, I was like, oh, uh, humans are taking over. Oh, non-humans, my bad. You see all non-humans, and occasionally you can see chain gangs of humans coming through. Is any of them read it? Give me a perception roll. <laughs> I got one that's a disguise self. It's not an illusion. Nine. I used to wear like, like either a foot shorter or taller. I can alter myself in whatever clothing I am wearing. That works. Yeah, you've got pointier ears like an elf. Nine. You can't find her. Candace, you seem to be a little agitated. What's wrong? <laughs> it's been over six years. Since you've last seen who? Risa. Oh, I'm not even sure if she's still alive yet. I'm not really sure who Rita is, but if you have business to do in King's Watch, then you're dismissed to go take care of that business if you wish. I just pity the idea that if this Rita's a human. That she more likely is in a prison or in jail, but I don't know. Maybe this hobgoblin can help you with it as well. What say you, uh, Vorden? I can follow the dragonborn. Might be a good idea. Just don't cause any trouble, you two. It's not. All right. Etrix, you seem to be a little on edge. You should stay with us. I will. Urine and Adam. Urine and Adam. You know, Yarine. Sorry. No, that's urine. I you were doing it on purpose. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, not it's Yarine. Yarine. Lady Yarine. My apologies. Perhaps you should take us with you and find your beloved. Very Smell well. Look at this place is more than enough for me, and the less we stay here, the better. Sounds good. Curious why her husband's up here, and why it might be the last time her son sees him, though. So, with this, you continue on, and you arrive at the city. You're unsure what it is, but in the old King's Watch, it was the prison. The walls are tall, and you can see a fence-type structure at the top. Yareen looks at you. So this is where your expertise comes in. As she sheds her dress and her cloak, and has a complete, like, black-type thieves outfit on. Night is beginning to fall. So what's the plan? How are we getting into this building? Another one of these missions. <sighs> yep. That makes more sense. Of course it does. <laughs> well, it sounds like we're breaking into a prison to break her husband out. I crossed my arms and I shake my head and I said, it can't be easy, can it? You didn't think for that kind of gold that it would be, did you? That's why she the of course not. Alrighty. Mage. 
Roderick. Have you ever been in King's Watch? Long ago. Okay. Camdish, do you remember this building? I think they went somewhere else. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys went somewhere else. I dismissed you. Probably a better thing because we're all in chain mail. Right? Ching, 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 ching. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Because he, because it's, hey, DM. Yeah. Because this building's been altered, I wouldn't be able to teleport. Into Absolutely, you'd be able to teleport into it. It wouldn't be altered that much. All right. Yep, you should know right where the prison cells are. I'm going to start inspecting the outside of the building. Do we see anything? Um, you can see nothing on this side. However, you can see where the wall like kind of gradually slopes down to like a rampart. You can see his guards are walking the top. You spotted at least. Give me a perception roll. 17. At least two that you can see. Hey, Roderick, if you want to, I can teleport the four of us into where the prison cells are in this building. Are you able to teleport us out back, back out? Yes. I look at Yareen and I look at Adam. Are we really in the need to bring your son with us? We don't have to. We can leave him here. Okay. If you think we can get my husband out. All right. Well, I'm going to have him hide in a small enclosed area where nobody should see him. Okay. I come back over and I take my armor. It's called the armor of cast off and I take it off and I look at you and I look at her and I get my uh, shield ready and my flail ready and I say, okay, I'm ready. I grab onto both. What's her name again? Um, Yareen. Yareen. Grab on both Yareen and Roderick and teleport into the prison cells in the building. So as you pop up in the prison cells of the building, all around you, you can see prisoners. Um, you have put yourself inside a cell. You're not on the outsides. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check. The guards have not taken notice of this. 16. Eight. You guys do not see anything. However, Yareen whispers, Ah, he's over there. Look. She points. And in the direction she is pointing, you can see a lone tabaxi that is caged. He has rings. Don't let him out. Mage, can you see well enough to teleport over there? How far is it? Probably 30 feet. Yeah, I can see over there to teleport. Teleport us to... What the fuck you two, three, two... What the fuck you three doing in my cell? Where the hell do you come from? Are you here to rescue us? Is this and as talking? you turn around and look back, you see a very beaten down human. Oh, shit. I haven't seen someone on the outside for five years. 
And you're not going to see anyone else on the outside if you don't keep your mouth shut. I'm lying. Okay. I get, you keep talking, you might get us all in trouble and killed. Will you get me out of here? Is it Frank? <clears throat> I huff out a long sigh. If you can keep your mouth shut, we'll take you with us. Ah, uh, yes. Atrix, can you get us over there to the tabaxi? Yeah, teleport us to uh, the tabaxi. And go ahead and give me a d20 roll to see where your teleportation lands you. Oh, god damn it. Just a regular d20? Yeah, just give me a roll. You can add your uh, proficiency. What would that be under the... Uh, uh, it's usually more like... Spellcasting one. Yeah. Let me buy spellcasting one. You should have like a proficiency bonus for your spellcasting. It's probably like a plus three... Plus two. Based on your wisdom. Okay. Uh, 22. You are successful. You pop up right behind the tabaxi. He turns and looks. Oh, oh, are my eyes deceiving me? Yarin, is that you? She reaches out and she grabs a hold of her. Oh my god, I thought you were an illusion. I have been losing my mind. It is so good to see you, my darling. I thought he was chained, but you know, whatever. He's in a cage, though. Caged. Caged. No chains? No chains. Okay. I look around to make sure that nobody's noticed anything around No one has picked you guys up. I turn around and I tell him, you need to be quiet. Uh, Yes. Does Yari have like a lockpit since she's um, in a type of... Yeah, yes, ninja ask. She has lockpicks. Oh. Could she lockpick us and then the other human out? He Did teleported with He teleported with okay. us. Well, can she lockpick us out? And I'll just teleport us out of the... Oh, never mind. Can you teleport us out without the lockpicks? <laughs> I'm very confused at the moment, okay? Yes, it, it would make much sense if you can teleport to just teleport us out of here. All right. I mean, leaving and lockpicking would leave too much error for noise. Yeah, that's true. I'm confused. Well, don't be, mage. Just get us teleported back out to that car- to our wagon. All right, everyone. Well, we gotta find. We gotta get Adam after we get out of here first. Absolutely, but I'm more worried about getting us out of here without causing a stir. Adam, I'm scanning around you to make our sure. Boy, what is wrong with you, woman? Why would you do this? You should have left him. It's too Listen, dangerous. clearly they love you enough to come after you and hire people to get you. Now be quiet while our mage concentrates. Everyone, who hold. is this man? He is a dick. Everyone, hold hands. Otherwise, it won't work. You might get left in here. So everyone's grabbing onto each other. Okay. Teleport back to... Give me a d20 roll with your proficiency modifier. Let's see if everybody was able to make the travel. Fifteen. Everybody makes it. Lucky. You guys (laughs) arrive at the cart, and he's embracing Adam because Adam was hidden in the cart. And now it's time to get yourselves out of Dodge. What um, about? I okay. stuff the other three into the cart and tell them that we need to at least get out of the way of the uh, vicinity of the prison. Where is uh, Cadmus and Vorden? I don't know. Cadmus and Vorden. What are you doing? Well, 
I tell you what, we'll go ahead and take a break, stretch our legs, and come back to you two momentarily. Cadmus and Vorden, as you trudge through the city of King's Watch. Where is it are you headed? I'm going to head to where the old guild was. The old guild. Where I last seen Rita. As you arrive at the old guild, you realize that the old guild is unchanged. And you enter the door and you can see people gathered around and having drinks. All non-humans? Yes. A dragon, but roll me a perception. Five. Oh, with that, I see nothing. Must be looking at your feet. Shy. Last time I was in here, got your ass kicked. I killed some people and left the woman I love. can I do for you today, huh? I really not ask this. sure no one's really paying attention I'm going to in a hushed voice do you have any humans around who's asking Cadmus does it ring a bell you know asking that you're either a government agent or really stupid what makes you think I would tell you or both important to say that oh <laughs> probably one of the other bar people bar keepers yeah that could barely hear your conversation I suppose you'd say I'm more of a ladder you climbed up what ladder no 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 not you, Bucky. He's asking me. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you going to drink anything or are you just going to harass me about this? I'm not harassing you. I'm looking for someone. Yeah. We all are. Yeah. And as you're having this conversation, a big dragonborn walks out. Ah. Uh, Margaret, is, is this person giving you trouble? Give me a history check. About to get fucked up. Fourteen. 
with this, you can see that you recognize this dragonborn. From six years ago? Yeah. It appears to be Salone. Oh. So, what, what's, what's your deal? Introduced to him, though. I don't know if you were or not, but he doesn't know you. I, was say, I think I might have seen him, but I don't think I know his name. I'm not intending to harass anyone. Oh, yeah? I'm just looking for a friend of mine that was here six years ago, if she's even still around. Well, a lot's changed since that six years. Where? As you can tell, there are no humans here. Who is it that you're looking for? Rita. Rita. Hmm. Well, the name sounds familiar. I'm not sure she was a human. Um, Is there any other names that might be associated with Rita? Not sure she was a human. Right. Can you give me any other names that would be associated with Rita? Like any other contacts that she might have had? He pulls out a bottle and starts to pour himself a drink. And a second one for you. Slides it over to you. Other thing I can think of would be the Lady of the Dark Forest. But, uh, as far as uh, other names, no. She didn't have any other contact besides any other names. Not what she goes by, but any other contacts that would have set her up, so to speak. Lady of the Dark Force, are you balmy? It's a... It's a long story. Uh, Falling and hitting your head. You sure you're in the right place? I believe so. It has been some time, so my memory might not be all there. Give me a... Uh... Hmm... Frederick Blade Walker Name doesn't sound familiar to me I think you might be lost Well Anyway Go ahead and give me a history check Seven. Arthur Morningfall? Who in the fuck is Arthur Morningfall? (laughs) My God. Well, listen. All that I know is I brought her here. Rook said she could stay. (laughs) That's all I needed to hear. Follow me to the back. Oh, fuck. 
him. He walks you to this back room. Root setter up. Yeah. You don't remember that? Uh, must have been not in. No, that you part. was in here. For the beginning of that session? You don't remember when Ruick and you went into the te- to the uh hey, kept, kept arguing um, with you like she is very safe here. Yeah. And set you a, set her. Oh, I up thought you meant room. like last no. That was a few sessions ago. Yeah, it was a few sessions ago. I thought you meant like set her up for after the battle yeah. and stuff. No, set her up in the room. Okay. And you were worried. It was right before we left on that ship to go to. Okay. Uh, well, if you talk about that kind of setting up, then yeah. Well, you can't divulge too much information. You might be a spy. I thought you meant like setting her up for success after South took over. No. But I was thinking, I don't know. I'll follow him. He takes you to his back room. He sits at his desk, and he looks at you, and he says, "Have a seat." I don't know if I like this. I'll sit down. Don't hiss at me again. So, I remember you from six years ago. You brought Rita in here and was afraid to leave her, for you felt that it wasn't safe. Nothing against you. I just wasn't. Well, for someone who wasn't worried about being safe, why did you not make sure and take care of her after the f- before the fall of the city? I guess you could say I had high hopes that we could win it. But after seeing the ships they had, it was obvious there was no way to win. Well, anyway... So, here, t- tell me, tell me your story. What what brings you back here besides her? Uh, just her specifically. Yes. And you think after five years, six years, you'd be able to find her, just like that? One can hope. After you left her for dead. Well, I'll tell you this much. Ruick encouraged us to go out and fight and help stand our ground, which we did. However, Ruick ended up disappearing, and then the line started to fall, and we fell back and retreated back here. We declared ourselves um, neutral, and it gave us the opportunity to look as if we were uninvolved. Since then, we have been smuggling humans out of the north and into Duncaster. Rita was smuggled almost five years ago to Duncaster. <laughs> dun dun dun. Shortly after you. Just left Duncaster. Shortly after the battle, a man named Frank came and collected her and followed and traveled with her. Frank? Yes. He's alive? Yes, he said he was on the battlefield and managed to crawl out to safety. He had a letter from you. From me? Yes. For you. From you. I'm not sure which. But it was viable enough to send him with her down to Duncaster, being they were both humans. I don't recall giving him a letter. 
And maybe he found it on you and that's how he knew. I don't know, but Duncast is the place to look. That she just said she just came from there. Why? Thank you for looking after me. Oh, anytime. She's quite a lovely gal. a deck. Y'all right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it could have been much worse. Is Ruick still alive? Did he survive? Have you seen him? Uh, is a elf claiming to be Ruick. Well, he did have many auras that he went by to my knowledge, so maybe it really was him. Time will tell, I suppose. So you are confirming that he has a change then? No. Then how would you <laughs> be so sure that an elf could have been an orc? I don't know. It's a good question. Could have been, but he had lost his memory if it was him. Hmm. Interesting. So then uh, he must have had action after he flew away then. Action after he flew away? Yes, he turned into a bird and flew away on the battlefield and that's when we fled. Yes. I would say he did. I'm not sure where he's going now. He seems to have went back to being a loner. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm sure he'll turn up here sometime if he's okay. Hopefully. Thank you. Ah, you're welcome. Be on my way to Doncaster again. Sounds good. His office. Well, if you see Ruick, tell him to come and see me. He remembers you. Well, tell him anyway. What is your name again? Sloan. I'll do that soon. Good luck. I hope you find Rita. Thank you. So do I. Turn and walk out. All right. 
And as you leave, Vorden's sitting there waiting on you. Vorden, is there anything that you would like to do? No. You both walk out and attempt to find Roderick and Matrix. Apparently, Rita did get out. She was smuggled into Duncaster. <laughs> Whether she's still there or not, I do not know. But it is quite ironic that right there, six months ago. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Huh? Where'd you come from? <laughs> Came out of thin air, riding a cart. You, you can't see, him see a cart. Listen, the mission was a success, and we don't want to overstay our welcome here. Preferably, we wouldn't want to stay anywhere in town tonight. Are you done with your business? I am. And you, Hobgoblin? Yes. Very well. Yeah, dodge. <laughs> UTF. We have one little stop off that we have to make before we leave. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Okay. We go back to the guild. The bounty hunters guild? The bounty hunters guild. Okay. The rest of you stay out here. I'll take care of this. I grab the scruff of the neck of the human that we saved and I walk into the Bounty Hunters Guild. Okay. <clears throat> Walk right up, stride right up to the uh, admissions person, pick him up and put him on the table. Uh, wow. What are you doing? You know what to do with these. We'll and then I turn around and turn I Turn him over away. as soon as we can and she grabs him and takes him to the back. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Turn him over. No, smuggle him. Now well, they smuggle humans. I know that. <laughs> uh, someone tosses you a small coin pouch as you run out. Okay. I Ten gold. It. Ten gold. See y'all around. I go back outside, and I tell him it's time for us to leave. Yep, time to GTFO. And upon your departure, it appears that as you're leaving the city, you can hear bells dinging in the distance. Ding, 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 ding. Uh-oh. And your prior knowledge allows you to know that there has possibly been some sort of escape. And do really get the fuck out of here. And you guys are already headed out of the city. And as you look back, you can see the city gates closed. You missed it by this much. Give me a survival check on your way back. The Tabaxi is happy to be back into his family's arms. 17. 11. 9. 18. And as you travel... Back to Duncaster. Year, a year has passed. 
an entire year. Why'd this trip take longer? You have... Probably another six months back. Six months there, six months back. Yep. Nothing exciting on the way back to Duncaster? Nothing exciting. No rain? No rain. You trudge the rain, you trudge the snow, you trudge the mud, you trudge through all the difficult terrain, and you do well with your rolls. (laughs) So, with that, you arrive back in Duncaster, and you arrive at the home where the old man who had given the contract gets out of the house and hands Roderick a large bag. Roderick, as you look at the bag, it contains, as you can tell, all the gold as promised, for you have returned everyone alive. Um, I divide up the gold. I give... Uh, 500 to Catalyst. 500 to Gordon. And then looking at the last 500 in mine that's left for me, I uh, hand 250 of that to... Well, actually, no. I hand 400 of that to the mage. Itrix, you proved to be more valuable than I thought. I was like, I think we'll be, I'll be good with this. It was what I was a man. I, <clears throat> it was what I was originally planning on accepting anyway. Thanks, Roderick. Well, I wish you and your family the best. Thank you. And as for you three, I wish you the very best. If you need anything, come look me up. But at this point here. I'm off to go find another job. And I do my wave and move on. Itrix, you have some calls at the um, castle that you must take care of. Uh, or at the Citadel. And you will be gone for some quite some time. Six to eight months in doing your duties. Cadmus, in this point, at what point do you wish to... What what are you doing, Cadmus and Vorden? Well, obviously she's going to try to look for Rita. I'm going to bid farewell to everybody. I'm going to start a very thorough search for the city. All right. Give me an investigation check as you ask countless of people if they've seen these two individuals. Ten. You ask and ask and you to no avail find no one. As you make your way to another part of the city, go ahead and roll again. Ten. As you continue to ask, and it feels like you've asked everyone in town at this point, you find a new district to start in. And you start asking the people if they've seen a pair of humans possibly traveling together. One by the name of Rita and the other by the name of Frank. Give me another roll. Two. To no avail, you continue your search. 
You are not going to give up as nighttime falls. You begin to feel tired yet energized, continuing to ask everyone that you see. Vorden, are you tagging along or have you got your own things you're attending to? Yep, I'm tagging along. And as you two scour the roads and the daybreak comes again, you've stopped for camp and you've eaten. You start to ask again and again and again, give me another roll. Vorden, roll as well. Three. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. My head better luck. Say what was it again? Uh, just give me a um, investigation check. Okay. Uh, Ten. And again to no avail. It has come to your minds that possibly she's not in Duncaster and maybe in the outlying cities that was created to hold the inhabitants. So you travel. You find one of these cities and you start to ask around. Go ahead and give me another investigation check. You are going on a search of two days. (laughs) Fourteen. Vorden has a lead. He believes he may have someone that might know where Frank is. They point you to a small house across the river and to the left. Cadmus says he's going to go. Okay, so you're headed to the cabin? Yeah. Very well. You arrive at this cabin. It's not very nice, but it'll do. I'll knock on the door. Who's there? He was asking. <laughs> Cadmus. Oh. Cadmus? Cadmus. Is it... Uh, the door opens, revealing Frank. Frank. Oh my God! I was—I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. Uh, I was able to escape. I crawled out, and I made my way back to the tavern, or well, the bounty hunters' guild. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I met up with Rita, and we ended up traveling down here to get away and escape the tyranny of the. South. That's good. Glad you was able to escape the battlefield. Yes. So you've been of so this time? Ah. Come in, my friend. But first, here. This was given to Rita to give to you. If you would... Read it aloud so our viewers can hear it. Oh boy. I get this fancy wax off. You notice that to be Ruick's seal.
failed. I ripped this. Boo. No, I like to get it off in one piece. Fuck. Well, this is long. Let's fucking read it. If Rog has given you this letter, then no doubt I didn't survive the battle and failed in my attempt to slay the king. Thankfully, Rog is one of my few trusted friends who knows the truth and could answer some of your questions about my past. I have left Rog with a sum of gold, roughly 950 pieces. I feel as if I owe it to you after all the problems that may have been accidentally caused. So if you're right, I'm not all I seem. Oh, so you were right. I'm not all I seem. And I did cause your position and authority to carry out my own orders with Trovik and Haruko. It's simply meant for them to seek aid from my fellow bounty hunters, and it simply spiraled out of my control from there. I tried my best to assist you in your trial. Not my fault you didn't follow my lead. <laughs> <laughs> Rog can confirm both yours and Borden's suspicions of what I am. I almost told you a couple of times before this battle, but once you get used to keeping secrets and living lies, the truth ceases to have little meaning. With any luck, this letter finds you after a victorious battle, and you're spending the days after defeating the South Kingdom with Rita. I'm sorry of the things I've done to someone I'd come to call as a friend. <laughs> Rook Gunslinger. Well, other than that part of a victory. <laughs> Another lie by Rook. Unfortunately, the gold didn't make it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just the letter. Yeah. Um, I hope you don't mind, but I used the sum of gold to purchase this house. Come in and have a seat. Uh, I have some ill news. Rita's dead, ain't she? Married her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Come in and sit down. So, a few years ago, about a year, There was some mage that came through the town and gathered up humans. Somehow I was able to slip away. And they were shipped off to Solaris. Uh, We don't know why this happened. We have little to no idea. I've been following the leads. I believe I've tracked down the person responsible. But I'm not 100% sure. (laughs) I've used my contacts to try to figure out where she has gone, but to no avail. (laughs) She misses you, Cadmus. I know that. She holds out for your return, and I pray that she is well and unharmed. 
said you may know who is responsible. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, the rumor is following that it was a mage from There's Doncaster Citadel. Lots of mages. I know. I'm trying to narrow it down, I haven't had any success. Do you know why a mage was rounding up humans? This is supposed to be a sanctuary for humans. I guess there was some friends that was being traded for. <laughs> Would Cadmus <laughs> <laughs> have a guess at that? Maybe, or? I don't know. Depends on what you know from Itrix. <laughs> well, he kind of let a little bit out earlier. He didn't tell you, though. No, he didn't say he what didn't he had to do. He, he just said he was about to, and we stopped him. Yeah. <laughs> and some friends. Well... I am continuing my investigation. I'm getting little support from the Citadel, I have asked. Apparently, whoever this was, they've done it behind the council's back. I'm sorry, my friend. While she was here, though, I... I did not do anything. She was merely a friend. and I made sure she was well. She wrote you this letter... I swiped it off your persons the day that we rode into battle together. The paper that his hand is is crinkled up and old looking. Wait. The writing is almost faded. Wait, what? You swiped it off of me? Yes. I thought we were friends. Oh, we are. You swiped something off of me. Ah, you know, it could have contained gold. I wasn't sure. So I took it. Uh, the letter basically states that you are the love of Rita's life. She loves you. She, she wants you to stay. And, um, I fucking hate you. Not Why leave. couldn't I have read that before I went off to battle? Because she slipped it in your coat. She didn't want to control you. She was hoping you would find it on your own. And uh, But apparently he swiped it pretty quick. Mm. Your tricks? You might be the reason Cadmus uses fire again. Listen, you don't know who did it, so fuck you. So I'm nowhere to be found. You don't know where I am. I don't know. I'd say Cadmus might have a suspicion now. I'm trying to get some friends back. So, with this, we are going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to no, go no, ahead. No. I want to go find this mage now. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and sub in Ruick. And Ruick will get in your spot, but then you can. Sit and watch until oh. we get another spot for you. Right. And we're taking a break, huh? And as, Ruik, you leave from your home, you head across the world and sail back to Memora. At which port are you sailing to, Fia? Uh, probably back to Duncaster. Passenger travel. So, as you arrive in the waters of Duncaster... You were gone for a total of about a year and six months. You arrive at Duncaster, and you can see the towering citadel as you enter the lake, and you're at the port. It has come to the point where they are offloading passengers, and the dock or the ramp comes out, the dock plate. It is your turn to cross over. 
as there are tons of people with you exiting the ship. Just gonna head into the city. Okay. Give me a perception check. Uh, ten. You do not see an entire lot, just the normal bustle of a city. You can see humans and non-humans and shop vendors and other other fun activities going on. I'm going to head to the tavern. Okay. As you head to the tavern, you open the door and you can see a individual who appears to be Roderick sitting there drinking. Barkeep another... Roll me a perception check. Which one of us? Both of you. Eleven. Twelve. Eleven. Eleven. As both of you turn, you catch each other's eyes and know exactly who one of another is. You get a gleam in Ruik's eyes that... This this elf looks... Familiar. It's just a feeling, gut feeling on you. So he's an he's a woodland elf. Yeah, you're still in your wood elf form, right? Yeah, I don't think he ever seen that wood elf. I did. Yeah, uh, it's it's a gleam in the eyes. It's like, man, I know this guy. I only seen you in that form briefly. You took off after I, you were set free. We'll just sit down on the table. Okay. Someone comes over. Hi, what can I get you to drink or eat? Ah, uh, take an ale and a dinner. Very well. Ah, well, let's see here. An ale is gonna cost you two silver pieces. Uh, for a gallon, you want um, just a mug or you want a whole gallon? Just a mug's fine. All right, it'll be for a copper. And uh, for your meal. It's going to be the three copper, huh? I'll just give him a gold piece. Ah, well, that works. Thanks for the tip. Your food will be out the momentarily, huh? And he walks away and later brings you your meal. Do I see this exchange? Yes. I amble up to him. <coughs> Feel like I know you from somewhere. Uh, can't say you look familiar. I pull the chair out and I sit down at the table with him. And see that you have enough gold to spare. Question. I might be able to help. Well, you look new to town, maybe. I don't know. People come and go all the time. You looking for anybody that to uh, be a bodyguard? Work? Uh... Work, maybe, but I've been here a few times. I know my way around the city. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Doncaster is always changing. Well, it ain't changed that much. Well, you mentioned work. What kind of work are you looking for? I suppose I'll hit up a notice board eventually. Eventually? Well, the notice boards has plenty of jobs to do. Leave that door open for a minute, would you, Billy? 
You uh, you been here long? I take it. Oh, at least for uh, in and out for the last six years. I know my way around pretty good. Both Duncaster, all of, and all of Memoria. Honestly, <sighs> ever make your way to Solaris? Yes. How's it? Uh, how's it going over there? Well, just depends on how you you feel about it. Any uh, humans um, go in, they don't come out. Well, I, I suppose they fought for that. I'll just put it this way. If you have any forms of tie of being human, your best bet is to stay here. I'll try to keep that in mind. Well then, if you do plan on cha- uh, taking a trip to Solaris, I'm not sure why, I wouldn't be mind going with you. I'll, uh, I'll remember that. And your name is... Uh... Roderick. Roderick Hammersmith. I'm going to hold my... Scooter, shake your hand. Arthur. Name's Arthur. Arthur? Right. Well then, Arthur, I'll take my leave of you, and I'm going to go back up to the bar. See you later. And with that, Cadmus, uh, what are you and Volden doing as you're at Frank's home? He's giving you this ill news. Said this was two years ago. About a year. Here. The time for frame adds up to where you were released. Not after the King's watching coming back. That was a year ago. Year and six months. It, it, it would be about a year and six months since she was taken. she was taken to? Uh, from what I could gather, Solaris. I don't think they intended on killing them. I think they're using them for slaves in their mines. They're mining Raxium. Lodestone. To make them flying vessels. My assumption is, is that once the flying vessels like we've seen battle... Once they make enough of them, they'll just overrun Duncaster. The mages won't make a lick of difference. We tried to tell one of the mages, but seem in no hurry of getting humans out to a different point. Well, they have humans coming in on ships. It's insane. Who would want to come here? It's a death sentence for anyone that's a human. They have humans coming in on ships? Yeah. To Duncaster? Yes, to work and to live. From the Warren ships or Duncaster ships? Well, the Duncaster ships. <coughs> they're not, they're not, they come from all over the world. Duncaster is still open, it's a free state. 
People can come from all over. Yes, but I asked him of the ships and said that the foreign ships were out there watching and they inspected almost all the vessels that came. Well, they are watching, but there's certain water routes that we use to where we're un- unharmed. There's, there's certain rules, and as long as one doesn't break the rules, then we're fine. Why do you stay? Because I'm looking for Rita. Heard of girls? No. Is it just you looking for her? To my knowledge, yes. I talked to some of the other folks that's family was rounded up and taken, but they say just to forget it, they'll never be seen again. But I will not accept that fate. She is a dear friend of mine now. Spoke to any of the mages? No. To confront a mage could be catastrophic. You may remember me all those years ago as a thief, but I've never been stupid. Well, surely if they're wanting the humans to be safe here and there's a mage sending them out must be brought up if they'll believe you but maybe they will if enough people come forward perhaps I'll have to speak to the village and see what people agree on it was nice seeing you good Frank Good to see you too, Cadmus. If you ever need a place to hang your hat, you're welcome to stay here. Thank you. I mean, it is technically my house. Well, if we want to be technical, that's that's out of game. Oh, it's <laughs> Ruick's house. Yeah. <coughs> Okay, and as you head back to the end, you can see as Roderick had just gotten up from a table and headed back to the bar. Vorden, have you been following Cadmus around this whole time? Yes. Okay, that's what both of you see. You drink a lot more than I remember, Roderick. Oh, Cadmus. What brings you here? Besides a drink. Uh, no thank you. Nonsense. You should have a drink. You and... Is that... Is that Major Vorden? Yes, that's Major Vorden. Huh. I must be seeing things. The Major died in the battle. 
No, I've been trying to tell you this whole time that he's alive and he's right there. <sighs> Barkeep! Oh, uh, yeah, what can I get for you, huh? Get some drinks for my friends and me. Uh, I told you I cut you off two drinks ago. Nonsense. So I think he just needs some water. Here, have this. This will kick you right out of it. Yeah, you two want a nail? No, thank you. Nonsense. Anyway, Cadmus, what do you and Vorden want? (coughs) I was kind of hoping Idrix is still with you. And the mage? The mage. Mm, uh, no, I haven't seen him since. Well, I haven't seen him since we came back. So many months ago. A disappearing, flighty one he is. Yes, he tends to do that a good bit. It's fancy teleportation. I drained my mug of whatever you gave me. Water. Assuming water. Oh, that hits the spot. Another one. Ah, oh, here you go. Pulls you from the pitch, yeah? Ah. So, Borden, what do you make of what Frank said? That uh, it's most likely to... Most likely a prisoner exchange group of humans for us. Although there's probably a lot more humans that went in. From their side, then, us getting out. So you believe it was an exchange for us as well? Yes. Would you deem it wise to seek a council with the mages? Uh, possibly, but again, it may not earn any merit. Since Frank said that it seems like something went behind the council's back. And to an extent, they may be aware of it, since at least someone brought this to their attention, but they do not know of it. Surely they would seek to have an investigation. If they do truly value the lives of humans and wish for them to be safe here. Listen here, I don't know what the two of you are talking about right now, but there seems to be a bloke over there that's... You know, I'll get a little bit of coin to him and possibly here for a reason. I gesture over to the table where I saw Arthur, who is eating his meal. Come on, I'll introduce the two of you. <laughs> I grab you by the shoulders and I start meandering the two of you, dragging you over to the table. The same elf form that he was in? Mm-hmm. Hey, Arthur. 
can roll a history check if you want to try to find him, but you'll have to go against his DC. If you want to roll a deception, you could. No, I'm just sitting there. Okay. So you'd be rolling against Captain. I'd say you got a good idea of who he is. Absolutely. Let me introduce you to a couple of friends of mine. This here's <laughs> Cabdus. He was a captain. And and right here, I think it's just a figment of my imagination, but this here's Vorden. Major Vorden. Or, or whatever. You are a very intoxicated friend. Maybe maybe you should go get a bite to eat. Ah, are you paying? Yeah, I'll hand you a gold piece. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bless you. Waiter, over here, this oh, table. yes, what can I get for you? You can get me the best steak you've got for all of us. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that sounds good, that. And a pint. Okay. Of what's it for him? It's about five copper for you. The gold piece. Oh, thanks for the tip. A few moments later, brings out your food and sets it at the table. No. <laughs> Arthur, Camdus, you all seem like you are doing something important. If you mean eating a meal, then yeah, it's important to eat. A good hearty meal. Steak. <clears throat> yeah. So, Arthur, what's... Brings you to Duncaster. I'm well, assuming you're uh, new. I uh, well, I've been here before. I, it's, um, just picking up some work. Uh, I got a job in Solaris, so I'm traveling there. Oh, <laughs> oh, you are traveling to Solaris. Um, uh, I never said I wasn't. Oh, well, you. You, there's something about you that I like. If you sure you don't need an escort, Roderick, eat your food and let the grown-ups talk. I am a grown-up. See more than you have. More ale, uh, right away. Here you go. And- no, he just needs uh What's a bread? Yeah, yeah, he needs to sober up. Nonsense. The barkeep cut Nonsense. him off. Oh, oh. Sneaky guy, you. Well, that'll be your last one, huh? Cheers. If I may, what business have you and Solaris? I have to speak with the king. I have an audience with the king. It's a uh, a deal a long time in the making. Yes. You can say that, yes. So that's the only thing. Uh, for tra- Do you need any company? Uh, it's weird... You both offered. 
Roger Goffert as well. Yes. Although I think he was looking for work. Mm-hmm. Or oh, oh. This meal is the greatest. And then, of course, I... Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't stop you from traveling on the same road in the same direction. I don't have any coin to pay you for a job. Oh, no, I'm not... Cold, cold. You've got an audience with the king. Uh, that there's already says you're somebody. <laughs> I would prefer you not yelling such. Shout that for everyone to hear. I'll just beat their ass into the floor. Is he always like this? Since the battle seems to have changed, yes. That's Drinks a lot. Lots more than he used to. He used to never touch it. Now he just loves it. You think he was married to it? No. I've seen alcohol ruin many great men. Ah, I'm not that great. And I'm not that drunk. One more. Uh, here, sir. I've been told to cut you off. Drink this water. That's not water. That's water ale. You're right. This is your tavern specialty. Why do you always hold back on me? Uh, well, you know, we enjoy your company, Roderick. Ah, who doesn't? Gotta save the best for last. (laughs) And, Baki, can I get a gallon of ale as well? Absolutely. Uh, yes. A gallon of ale, sir. It's two silver pieces. Uh, yeah, that's a first, isn't it? Uh, I have drank before, but... Yeah, but not such a... I mean, a gallon's... A, that's a pretty large amount. Do you mean that's the first <laughs> What do you mean that's the first time? Do you two know each other? I think the cat's out of the bag. Or the t- t- well, I'm just judging off of the uh, Dragonborn's reaction. She brings there. you your ale. The Dragonborn's reaction. Gallon. I didn't know you could read their reactions. Hey, imaginary Hobgoblin Vorden. Cheers. And I'll raise. Mm. Just click gallon. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> to you that, I guess. Unless it's in its own, like a pitcher thing that I just pour yeah, it out. Yeah, being a pitcher. Okay. Race my mug to that. This is an awkward table at the bar. Say that. Yes. So, Camdus. <laughs> I think you need to slow down your eating and drinking over there, Roderick. You're going to, You're going to Solaris. In time, yes. 
And and Arthur's going to Solaris. Uh, hopefully soon, yes. And and imaginary Hobgoblin Vorden is going to Solaris too, because he seems to follow you everywhere, right? That is up to him. He can follow his own free will. Well, the jobs around here have been drying up. I mean, I know they can chop some wood, which is kind of boring. I mean, we could all venture to Solaris and see if there's any work there and escort this man of the kings. That's not any less discreet when you're that obvious about it. Discretion is my middle name, (laughs) sir. I think Arthur is more than capable of taking care of himself. Ah, it's a weird thing to say. You don't know anything about me. Just judging based off how you carry yourself by sitting there. (laughs) So, what's your reason for? uh, Traveling to Solaris. There is someone there that I need to get back. Uh, uh. Is this person a prisoner of some sort? It would appear so. Well, you should probably just write them off. I mean, they're they're probably dead and gone. Uh. Sounds like something a friend of mine would say. Oh, I wouldn't be wrong. Well, it's usually been about the same person. I've gotten out of the situations before. This shouldn't be different. Been informed. Yeah, that but your friend's not going to be there to save you this time. How do you know he's not here to save me? Well, because you said that he was an old friend, so that implies that he's probably not around anymore. Well, that she's older in age. Oh, oh, I suppose that that would work too. <laughs> no, he has disappeared. No, I can't say I blame him. This is a pretty shitty country. I don't really know why I came back. So he wasn't originally from Amora. I lived here long enough to call it home before the war. And then I left for a while, and now I'm back. Does Arthur have boomsticks? Are they visible? That's up to him. They would be... They'd probably be strapped across my chest, but I'd probably have like, like a coat. Yeah. But I mean, you've seen it enough. I mean, I wear it the same way I've always worn it, so you'd probably be able to recognize that.
Well, Arthur, when do you intend on sending off to Solaris? Uh... Soon. Just trying to figure out if it'd be easier to go by ship or... Horse. a long trip no matter what so fast to my ship yeah but I'd like to make a stop in uh, it used to be called Ruixville but I think the name got changed you mean Canesville oh is that the name of it now yes yeah. I, I got some friends that live there I'd like to stop and see if they're still alive. These stories are so heartwarming of old friends and old towns and 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 a prisoners needing rescued. Well, then it's settled. We'll leave tomorrow. My horse. Sounds good enough. We. Ah, yes, the three amigos plus. Well, the four amigos plus one. Yes, because we can't leave Trixie behind. (laughs) Trixie die in the battle. Nonsense. Trixie is always there. You should know that by now, Camdus. Did you take one of the Tabaxi's horses? I have no idea what you're talking about. My eyes narrow dangerously. Is that a threat? <laughs> right, Trixie is always there for you. Of course she is, a mighty steed. Arthur, you will be most impressed with her. I, I believe it's to him. I can't wait to find out. Ah, then it's settled. Staples. High noon. High noon? It's everybody time. To sleep off the hangover. I'm not even drunk. Right. Let me know how you feel tomorrow. Well, if we're going to be venturing together, what stable are we going to be at? Up front by the gate. To the road to Satisolaris, correct? Yes. Yep. All right. I'm going to bed. To the I'll road. See you in the morning. To Solaris.